What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. I am your host, Ren. With me, as always, blast from the past, we've got Angelo and Austin. And for some reason, it's showing me that your guys' mics are muted. So I'm a little confused right now. Did you do that on purpose? Yes. I put okay. mute. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. So that, that was that's a blast from the past. I don't know why I just fell into the old put us on blast like that man you know maybe we wanted maybe we wanted to mute our mics to make sure you had the clearest most open pathway to do an intro and you just no, no, no. you just so, screwed it up so the reason why i was like wait a minute is because y'all muted and you've never done that like i've i watched the the mic icons to make sure i'm not over talking you guys You've never done that, and so we the recording came on, and I was like, "Are they not ready? Like, are we not doing this yet?" And so I didn't know if I needed to stop. But anyway, when you get a new system, brand new things. Yeah, there's new things that we're messing with. So audio quality should be a little better, at least a little bit this week. We'll find out. We're gonna do some fine tuning over the next few weeks to really dial it in. But I think that overall just from what's coming through my headphones it it sounds a lot better hopefully it comes across that way uh when this episode releases y'all will hear a better quality if you do you should you know leave a four star five star rating for us because sound quality is what we're here for right and we improved it so leave us that leave us that review um we are continuing our little grind of grading the positions this week we are going to do the small forwards we did power forwards last week and centers the week before this one was interesting guys because like i thought power for or small forward was going to be a lot more um balanced i guess but it really is a top heavy position and i think that's because in my head we were getting to a point one we had a few players miss too much time with injuries at the small position but two you have those mainstays lebron james paul george uh Kevin Durant who we've always expected to be in that three slot who have played either the two or the four um at least for this season um so yeah this one I think is going to be really interesting I thought this one was going to be a lot easier than the five and the four but it is what it is um do you guys want to go ahead? Austin said he had the question of the day. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way before we start talking basketball, even though yeah. your question is basketball. Yeah, it'll be a nice thing. And you actually brought up injuries. So who is one player, if you could redo their career without injuries, who would it be? One player without injuries? Um, okay, so the the homer pick is Danny Granger. I think that even if you weren't a Pacers fan, you, you you had to like Granger's game. And I think as basketball fans, having his career not necessarily cut short, but cut to a less than stellar career, um, that that kind of sucks. Besides that, I mean, it's tough because like players like Yao Ming could have been generational if not for the back and knee issues. Um, it's true. I am really surprised you haven't named one really obvious choice. I know. Like, like like glaringly obvious, like the first person you should have thought of. 
Glaringly obvious. Glaringly obvious. Our entire fan base just thought of as soon as I said the question. Like, uh, maybe redefines asking... LeBron's career. Defiant. It's what? Derek Rose. It's Derek Rose. It's Derek oh. Rose. It's Derek Rose. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's. And Wemby. So I think Ooh. the reason why I don't think Derek Rose is because Derek Rose is still a quality NBA player. And Listen, wasn't look, Granger quality? Yeah, yeah, Granger was a quality of it. But listen, the way that I have seen people talk about old Derrick Rose, they talked about him like almost like he's the boogeyman. Like they were scared of Derrick Rose, like his explosiveness, his ability to get to the rim and attack you, his combination of strength and speed. No, it, it to me it's Derrick Rose. That's just me. I mean, that's. All of those like early 2010s guards, like the uh, John Wall, that's another one. Uh, Rondo, even like there were a lot of guards with leg injuries. It, it was kind of a weird time. Weird time. What is Derek Rose? Both of your answers, like you don't have like a second answer. I'm gonna bring up the Yao Ming. As well, so you kind of yeah. hit that, and then Angela hit Derek Rose. Okay, Angela, do you have another player? Not off the top of my head, no. Um, okay, well, before we get into the episode, there's really not a lot of NBA news this week. There's you know, trade rumors because there always is. Um, particularly right now, there's rumors with Pascal Siakam. Um, there's another. One that I can't think of off the top of my head. I'm sure it'll come to me as we're... I know Aiton keeps getting thrown around. Yeah, that's... Every other article I see, is this the year Aiton leaves Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah, I... I I don't know. There's really nothing to talk about. So instead of that, before we get in, let's do some predictions for next season. So with the new rule regarding flopping in the NBA... um, flopping is going to get you a technical this year which is i think a great idea with that being said going into 2023 2024 which players do you think are going to lead the league in flopping technicals and i'm just going to go ahead and kyle Lowry. i think that's an obvious one i think his his teammate over there jimmy butler is another one um chris paul doesn't flop as much now LeBron. I don't think LeBron flops as much now. It feels like he's he's kind of Oh, and, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. And That's even if he did like how are you really going to call flopping on LeBron James that often? I, if you're going to oh. set a precedent, which it seems like Silver wants to, you would be calling What about Marcus Smart? Yeah. Smart was one I was thinking too. Um, off chance book does he flop that much I don't stay up late enough to catch a lot of Suns games I, I think it's going to be Embiid I think Embiid is going to lead it Embiid's a really good candidate I can't even I can't even I yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. James Harden? Did we mention James Harden? We didn't mention James Harden. I think that's a pretty good one. That's the other player that has trade rumors. That's the one I couldn't think of. Um, Could Draymond Green maybe? No. No. He gets he gets too many texts as it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean so, that's fair. As we're getting into this list, <laughs> um. I think the shocking thing for me was how top-loaded it was. I think I already said that. I feel like our top four are going to be the same. I think we're going to have them in a different order. And I want to preface this, um, listeners at home, one of two things is going to happen here. So either this will be the episode where Angelo, for the first time in his life, cares about PER and acts like it's important. And I'm just going to tell you, he never cares about advanced statistics, but he's either going to do that or he's going to try to subvert expectations. And you'll understand what I mean when we get to pick number two on our lists, which way he went. That's all I'm going to say. So you can go ahead and make a mental note in your listener's handbook that either this will, and he might be, he has his mic muted right now, I think. He could currently be furiously typing notes to try to change it to where he's going to try to justify something without using PER because Angelo does not care about advanced statistics, but it's the only way he can argue the number one that he's going to put at number one. This is not the only way. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a spoiler alert. I had this ready before this, uh, before we even talked about the top 10 yeah. small forwards coming up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he's saying that. So again, he might also be subverting expectations. I'm saying this as someone who's known Angelo for a very long time. Did Ren just say, I'm just going to just spoil Ren just said he's either going to pick Jimmy Butler or he's not going to pick Jimmy Butler. No, that's, no, no, that's, no, no, that's no, what no, you just no, said, right? No, no, no. What I'm saying is you're going to make it about the fact that you didn't pick Jimmy Butler or you're going to make it about Jimmy Butler by saying... Well, his PER, and you're going to try to use advanced statistics. But, listentons, go back and listen to our episodes about advanced statistics and the discussions we have about them and how Angelo says they don't matter. So, just keep that in mind as we get through this list. That all being said, I'm very interested to see who you guys have in those bottom five spots just because, like... Like I said, this was a weird one because when I Austin and I were talking about our lists last night and because we were doing some final touches and we were both disgusted at who we had at number five. And I've made a change to mine. I moved someone from number 10 to number five because I, you know, I'm a Karen and I did my own research and. I found something that justified putting someone up there that I initially didn't have there, and that's my own fault because I was just looking at statistics instead of getting into a deep dive but that's a lot of words let's get into it who wants to kick us off this week at number 10 i think i should go last it's the same right. format We're same for okay okay the problem is i was asking for that because i didn't have my list pulled up yet but i can do it just give me two What's the, this guy's so unprepared austin like no 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 come I, on uh, 
Like, I have like six billion <laughs> tabs open right now. I'm sure you have six billion tabs open to tell us why you know player X deserves to be in the top ten and why player Y doesn't. But you know, you get you have to keep it organized. You know, you got to keep. You, like you don't have your list off the top of your head, you can't be like, "Oh, it's no." I, I, you know, I've got, I've got, I have I my list. Mm -hmm. No, I have my list up. I don't have like okay. So number ten, and this yeah. was my previous number nine, was Michael Porter Jr. Um, just based on his PER, it wasn't a great season. It was just above average, but an overall box score. You know, he had a solid season and he really did shine in the playoffs. I think that he wasn't the key piece I thought he was going to be in the finals because I do remember at some point, I think I said he was potentially going to be an X factor up there with Aaron Gordon. Um, but he kind of did slow down. He is coming off repeated injuries. Um, but he shot 50% from the field. He shot uh 80% from the line and 40% from 3 you know playing with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray that's really all you want is someone that can go out and catch the ball and shoot it and that's what he did and he did it very well his defensive win share was a little bit to be desired or left a little bit to be desired but offensively great player just didn't do much to get him into those other nine spots for me. That's fair. That's a pretty good one. So I'm kind of scared for my list because I totally feel like I forgot someone if MPJ is your number 10. <laughs> uh, no, so I think so when I have my short list, I think our lists are going to be more interesting than Ren thinks they're going to be. I think so too. Well, <laughs> so looking at the list, like there's there a lot. Are a, there's a lot of players that could be like five through 20. I was pretty topsy turvy on putting those guys in because it could have gone either way. Like there's a yeah. lot of guys that could have been in the top five or top 10. That's yeah. what I was saying by like, this is a very volatile list. The top five or top four for sure were set in stone for me. But outside of that, it was very last minute changes. And there's a lot of guys that are near misses for me is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, same. All right. So my number 10, I put R.J. Barrett. He was probably my number 11. So I put him based on the fact, I mean, his PER was less than seller. Like, it was 12.9. Not great. But, I mean, he, he got you rounded up 20, 20 points a game. That's a pretty solid contribution to his team. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead. I mean, it's tough with Barrett, and that's what I went back and forth on. I the P, the PER was what kept him off my list because when I first looked at that box score and saw the the twenty points a game, he was on my initial list, and I took him off because it was a very inefficient twenty points. But at the same time, can you really argue with twenty points a game? Right, not really. So like. Doesn't matter if you go ten for fifty, you got twenty points. Right. So that's why I went RJ. I mean, I I hate this small forward list in general. I think they're yeah, all <laughs> gross. Like my number five feels kind of like a sin to put up there, but you know it's whatever. 
I have a feeling we're all going to have the same five. I don't think so. I don't think we will at all. I think I don't think, I think, I think we're going to have or, I think it's ways. five or six for me. But anyway, are you ready for me? Because okay. because I went with a little bit of a change up for number ten because I looked at Porter Jr. I agree with Porter Jr. R.J. Barrett, I agree with R.J. Barrett because, like Ren said, 20 points a game is hard to argue. I put Buddy Heald here. I debated it. He was my 11. He is one of the best spot-up shooters in the game. He averaged 17-5-3 with around... This, these are all rounded up or rounded down. I've, I think I've gone... I think I've said this before in previous episodes. But with a 15 PER, he was... Outside of Miles Turner, one of the primary beneficiaries of Tyrese Halliburton. Absolutely. And no, I think I think he was deserving. That's so just me. I I'm I'm also a sucker for shooters. So and that's what I was gonna say, because <laughs> I had buddy buckets up there for a bit. But then it just he's undersized for me, and while he was... he's I'm not going to say it because it would be a home, but he is billed as probably the best current spot-up shooter as of last season, Um, just in terms of efficiency, not like actual shooting talent, just efficiency. Um, But there's a lot to be desired on the defensive side of the ball, and that's kind of hypocritical to say because I did have MPJ at number 10, but... Buddy would have been probably in my top five as a shooting guard, but he did play the small forward a lot this year. And also, um, I, I forgot to highlight this. We do highlight this at the beginning of every one of these episodes. We have a criteria for what makes it and what doesn't. So if there's a player that you think we missed, they probably didn't play enough games or the various websites we use to decide their positions based on what positions they played the most minutes at said they didn't play that position. So wait for another episode and see if they're on that list. Uh, For example, Brandon Ingram will not be on today's episode. Chris Middleton will not be on today's episode and Scotty Barnes won't be on today's episode. Those are the main three that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Are you done with buddy? Yes, I'm done. You can start with the next one. Okay, so at number nine, um, I went with Franz Wagner. Basically averaged 19, 4, and 4, shooting 48% or 49% from the field, 36% from three, 84% from the line. He had a 16 PER, 5.4 win share. Look, this Orlando Magic team has turned around very, very, very quickly. from being one of the laughing stocks of basketball to actually fielding a competent team. And I think that the gravity that Paulo is pulling is opening up players like Franz to really show off their talents because I don't think Franz Wagner, no disrespect meant to him, he's not a great player. But Jordan was surrounded by players that weren't great players, but because of his gravity and LeBron and Giannis, right? I'm not saying Paulo is on that level. I'm just saying that Franz is benefiting greatly from the fact that Paulo has become such a dangerous player already in his career. Um, Again, a little bit to be desired on the defensive side of the ball, but you, you can't argue with 19 points. So that's where I've got Franz. I miss this assignment entirely. 
Anyways, <laughs> at number nine, I have Gianna no. Newby. Okay. So, and I don't know why I don't have his stats pulled up. No, 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 oh my no. god, you guys! Don't worry. I have like his base stats. I mean, he has 16.8. Okay. Five rebounds, two assists, 14.6 PER. I don't know. I just, I just like OG. He just, he's a very solid defensive player. That too. Um, and that's the real reason I put him above RJ, even though RJ had more points. And mm-hmm. I guess technically more contribution to his team. But on the offensive side, but I mean, he averaged almost two steals a game. So, I like OG. I think he's disrespected in some areas. I think he's very underrated. I, I I think he's probably one of the most underrated players in the game. But... Andrew, who you got at nine? Mine is actually RJ Barrett. Huh. Okay. So like you much. kind of you kind of went through all the reasons why you'd pick RJ Barrett and all the reasons why he should be lower off the list. But I agree with you, Ren. At the end of the day, you can't argue with 20 points a game. He was one of the main bucket getters for the Knicks, which is which was Barrett, uh, Randall, and... Oh my god, why am I drawing a blank on the point guard? Brunson. Brunson, thank you. <laughs> so... Foreshadowing for the point guard episode. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... Randall was on the power forward or centers list. I know he's on one of them. Whichever one he played more, power forward probably. He was on the far list. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is surprising to think that the Knicks could or will have three people, you know, in the top ten. But, I mean, I guess that's to be expected when they made a top five seed. And that's one of the reasons why they had three people who really stepped up. But R.J. Barrett definitely needs to work on like his consistency as far as the quality of shots, how often they go in. And there's just a, there's still a few things to be had for his game, but he's still young. He needs to develop. Hopefully he gets there. Next. Okay, so for mine, I have to... I'm going to say mine is a little unfair. So why I have him here. We talked about this because we weren't sure if we were going to include him on this list or in the next week's episode. Um, so I've got Mikel Bridges at number seven. Or six. Six. One, two, eight. We are only on eight. I don't have these numbered. Bear with me. I'm not prepared today. Um, so the reason I've got Mikel Bridges and the reason I'm saying it's pretty unfair is because he'd spent most of the season at the small forward spot for the Phoenix Suns. Correct? He played 56 games. When he Correct. was traded to Brooklyn, he played 27 games. So he played most of the season with the Phoenix Suns as a small forward. When he came to Brooklyn, they moved him to the shooting guard. He played 27 games there. That said, when you compare it, when he was on the Phoenix roster, he was only averaging 17 points per game. When he went to Brooklyn, he was averaging 26. So, yes, someone has to be able to score, and that Brooklyn team is that Brooklyn team, right? But we know this is the guy Mikhail can be when he is given the usage that he deserves. So as a season, he averaged 25 and four or 25 and three with 46, 38, 89 splits and the 17 PER. 
defensively, we all know how great he is. Um, he's one of those players that has that positional versatility to where he can guard your best player as long as he's not, you know, Steph Curry or I mean, I would even he he could probably hold Steph Curry, but the point I'm making is he wasn't that great at the small forward. That's why I have him lower on the list than you guys probably do. Um, because his the time that he shined this season really was once he was moved to the two. But he also did have a much, 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 much laughably higher usage rate, which I don't have right yet. It went from, yeah, his usage rate jumped 12%. So he was just getting more shots. Now, he did hit those shots, so it's not like he was shooting inefficiently or anything like that. But as a small forward, he's right here in the middle of the pack for me. That's fair. And I can see your justification for him as a three versus him as a two in terms of why you have him lower. I don't, but that's just me. Uh, um, I think I'm closer to the run wagon. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Really? Yeah. Wait, what did you say? He's closer to you. Hmm. My number eight is going to be MPJ. So, you kind of hit it, Ren, when you put him at, I think, 10 is what yeah. you said, MPJ was. Yeah. Um, he, doesn't pl- he didn't play a lot of games, and I didn't realize that. He only had 62, and he historically has not played that many games. Well, yeah, he He's been injury-plagued. Injury. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had nine last year, like, the year before. Didn't realize that. I always thought he was around. No... Anyways, you probably so we, thought he was around because I always used him in 2K. That's fair. That's very <laughs> fair. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, 17 and a half, rounding up to six, shooting 49% from the two overall, 42 from three. It's solid numbers. Solid for a number eight. Who's but, it? Who, who do you have? Yeah. Okay. Franz Wagner. For a lot of the reasons that you guys have already listed, I, I seem like I'm like one step higher than most of you on some of these people. <laughs> so don't worry, it's about to like the wrench is starting to get thrown. Just give it. A I second. know, I know, I know the rent, the wrenches are coming, they're coming. But yeah, 19 points a game, four rebounds, four assists, and he had a 16 per. And I agree with you; he benefits greatly from Paolo stepping up so soon. And really, because before Paolo, the attention was all on Franz. Yeah. Like, Franz was the only thing you had to worry about well, with the Magic. And, I mean, Cole, let's not, like, no disrespect to, like, Cole Anthony and Cole Anthony? Markel Fultz. Like, Markel Fultz has had a great career turnaround. Let's let's not sleep on that. But Paolo's emergence really is what is helping that team yeah. expedite the process. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Bronze, number eight. Okay, so my number seven. When we were talking last night, this was my number five. This is the one I was, like, disgusted at myself for putting at number five. And I don't actually feel that bad about it now that I'm looking at it. So I have Boyan Bogdanovich here, bogey. Oh, um, you either have him higher or not rated. And I'm... Yes, he played for that Pistons team, and he's not... 
the defender that he once was because there was a time when this man was being tasked to guard LeBron James. You might not remember that, but he was doing a pretty good job of it. Um, 22 points, four rebounds, three assists, shooting damn near 50-40-90 with a 17.4 PER. Look, the game of basketball is won by efficient scoring. We we say it all the time, right? We say this all the time. It's a game of runs. You say it all the time. It, it is, but it is. If you are efficiently shooting the basketball and your opponent is not, you're going to win the game. And Bogey goes out and does that. So Bogdanovich is my number seven. That is fair. That is very fair. Like I said, I think I missed this assignment. My number oh. seven, y'all are going to hate, is Kelvin Johnson. Why would I hate that? Yeah, why would... I'm sure he's probably higher on yours, on y'all's list. Not as much as you'd think. Not <laughs> as much. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to have Ron's list except one up. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, go on. Johnson, and this honestly comes from a little more of a personal bias. I know twenty-two is a great number, but he just seems forgettable to me. Yep, 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 yep. Was it? Was it the? It was the thing Ren likes to talk about the Spurs. Someone had to scoreism. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Keldon Johnson was very forgettable, and no disrespect, but yeah. When I see his name on a starting list, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a guy in the NBA. Yeah. Like if you if you made me make this short list, I would be putting RJ OG MPJ above him because I don't remember him. Heldon Johnson no was not even on my like short list when I started it. Yeah, it was I'm, not but... until like I started getting into stats that he even made it on my list. But he I mean, drops to him. He dropped yeah. twenty two. Good job. Point two yeah. five and three. Yeah, no, it's it's up, bro. It, it, it's not that he's. I think it's he's forgettable because he's playing on a team that was tanking. Yeah, it, it wasn't fun to watch. No, it'll so. be interesting to see what happens with Wendy. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, kind of. Oh, go ahead, Angela. Who's your number seven? So anyway, my number seven is Mikel Bridges. <laughs> 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 Oh, you will see. Oh, you I'm, will I'm see. wondering if Angelo and I have. I wonder if Angelo and I have the same list. We do, I think. Oh, this is gonna be bad. But yeah, oh, for God. all the ways you're see, you were saying, Mikel Bridges mostly a three and D player on the Suns. As that's debatable if you want to call him second, third, or fourth option. Goes to the Nets. Number one option. He's been performing well. He averaged 20 points, five rebounds, three assists on a 17 PER. And I, depending on where he plays in Brooklyn, the majority of the season, whether it's the two or the three, I think he is going to be on our top 10 list wherever he is next season as well. Oh, for sure. As, I, as being the guy who has to score on that team. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. And his defense is phenomenal. I don't know what something and then stopped. I'm yeah. He's, he, I don't know what what don't you know about so Mikel Bridges? He's definitely going to probably play at the two next year. Um, <laughs> given the fact that the Nets selected 
Noah Clowney and who was the other one? Whitehead. They drafted a four and a three. Right. They're in the middle of a rebuild. You don't draft players in a rebuild that you're not going to plan Start. for. And those two picks, I remember, I was very high on. I just can't remember if that's the right two. But yes, it they was. drafted, yeah. So they drafted yeah, yeah. Clowney, and Whitehead, Whitehead, and then uh, Wilson. A 3 4 Wilson at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that doesn't matter. Those two are the important ones. Um, so I, I think. Mikel will definitely start at the two, and I think that he will be on our top ten twos next year, for sure. Yep. Um, nope, 100%. So, my number six is Calvin Johnson. <laughs> oh, no! So, I'm guessing Angelo's number five is Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Just a little foreshadowing. No. Yeah, you, you, you hit it right on the head. Like, there's really yeah. not much more to add. The fact that he is top six is impressive, and I do think he belongs there. It's just I, I, I don't remember at any point in the season being like, huh, that was a great play by Johnson. Just, <laughs> How many Spurs it, games did you watch? Quite a few. Really? Quite a few. Yeah. Um, not deliberately, but like Spurs playing OKC. Yeah, I'm going to flip that on. <laughs> like, Sure. <laughs> Um, is this fair? But I, I I didn't deliberately go out and watch the Spurs, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I did watch the Spurs play other teams. Um, so yeah, just a quiet 22 points. Mm-hmm. Go ball <sighs> out. Who's your, who's your six? My six is Franz Wagner. Okay. So I put him here. I think he's a better player than what both of you believe. Sure, we can credit some of it to Paulo, but I think, I mean, at least I'm hoping, especially because he's more of a hometown pick for me. I'm hoping that he yeah, can Floridians. Yeah. Yeah, Floridian, that's not Miami, so it's good. So, so go ahead, Angela. <laughs> go ahead. So, so anyway, my number six is Bojan Bogdanovich. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. He played for the Pistons. Like... This is this is this is getting bad. This is getting bad. I don't think we're gonna have the same five. I'm just or like I don't think you're gonna pick number five that I have at number four. I really hope not. No, no, no. I I would be shocked if you do because like, yeah. I really hope not. But yeah, twenty-two points, four rebounds, three to six, seventeen per. He did great for the Pistons. Hopefully he, he continues it when Kate Cunningham comes back and, you know, makes the big point guard a thing again that Ren will have to despise while we're streaming 2K. It, it's and not... he gets bullied by 6'9 point guards. He's... Do it for us, Cade. Do it for all of us. Big point guards are getting injured a lot more frequently than small point guards. So I think, I, I don't know. We'll see. Do it, do it um, for all of us, Cade. So my number five. I do not think we have the same number five. I think you might have. I don't know if you actually already put this person or not. Um, this was as of 10 minutes before we recorded this episode. He was my number 10. And he moved all the way up to number five for one reason. So, OG Ananobi. Thanks. Okay, Thanks. so so we had different ones. So, 
you hit the box score stats perfectly. And that's why I was saying I was kind of weirded out by putting him up here because he doesn't have that impressive of a box score, correct? What he does have is the defensive acumen. So OG Ananobi uh, leads the league in in the highest matchup difficulty rating, meaning every time he's on the court, he's in the 99th percentile for guarding the toughest player on the court. He has guarded... I know who Ren left off this list. <laughs> did I leave someone? I'm looking. I I know what you did. Never mind. I see what's going on now. Okay, go on. If you're going to say Jimmy Butler, no, I've got Butler. No, but it's not Jimmy Butler. If you're going to say Kawhi, it's not Kawhi. Um, I, I'm looking at my list, and I don't see who I'm forgetting. So if unless there's someone that I didn't realize was a four or a three... <laughs> Or it's someone that you put on here that's injured. That's this also one, that's, that's that's exactly what I'm about to look up. Go on, sorry. So he's in the 99th percentile for matchup difficulty. He's in the 98th percentile for steals per 75 possessions, and he's in the 93rd percentile for uh, rim defensive field goal percentage versus expected. I These cannot believe you missed this person. Okay, go on. But he guarded the shooting guard 25 percent. He guarded the power forward 25%. He guarded the small forward 22%. He guarded the point guard 20%. And he guarded a center 10% of the time. This man has the defensive versatility to consistently go against the best matchup, whether that's Stephen Curry, Nikola Jokic. He was going to go on them. Yes, the box score leaves a lot to be desired, but his defensive profile by itself earns him a spot in the top five for me. That's fair. That's very fair. Oh, I'm tripping. I thought that was four for you. <laughs> I am so I am so tripping. No, that was number five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. You didn't miss this player. All right. I'm just tripping. I'm just tripping. I okay. definitely missed someone. There's definitely someone I've missed. I think I I think I know who it is. It has to be number four on my list. All right. You're up. Anyways, my number five. I don't need to. Beat it with a stick, Bojan Bogdanovic. <laughs> so that was who was my number five. That was we did have the same number five when we were talking about being yeah. disgusted at it. Interesting. Yep. So I had Bojan, like you said, you know, he was on a Pistons team that wasn't great. Get that. Still dropped twenty two, four and three, you know, on forty eight and then forty one. Yeah. He's just he's playing good for being thirty three years old, thirty four years old. So I'm not mad at it. Uh, okay, Angelo, who is your oh. finally we picked a different player pick? So, uh, we're not there yet. So, finally, so my number five is Keldon Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> number four is where we get there. Oh, right, 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 right. You were picking one ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought you missed four, because I was like, anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway. Anyway, yes, Keldon Johnson, 22 points, five rebounds, three assists. Not very efficient for the 22 points, 15 PERs, kind of eh. But like I said, he did great on the Spurs. He was one of the bright spots on the Spurs with Vassell. I, I'm probably butchering this man's last name. Uh, but regardless, huh? That was right. Oh, I got it. I'm shocked. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Keldon Johnson, we've already talked about him two times. I'm not going to beat the dead horse. Go on. Go on with the obvious number four, run. Okay, so number four. So this actually wasn't that obvious to me. So 
my four and three. If it you can be interchangeable, me, yeah, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can interchange them. And so for number four, I went with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. And maybe it's my biases against Kawhi that made me put him lower than my number four. Um, number three. I'm I, I'm or number three. I am an advanced stats person, right? I I I subscribe to the Church of Rapture, right? Um, and so on paper, Kawhi Leonard is better than who I have at number three. Yes, but the game isn't played on paper, unfortunately, and. What's Raptors just, say, Ren? What's Raptors say between Kawhi Leonard and number three, Ren? I know number three is. What does it say? Oh, I don't know. I don't have it pulled up. I'm just saying in terms of PER. <laughs> I'm saying in terms of PER, um, Kawhi had a 24, which is pretty dang good. Which is better than uh, number three. It is better than number three, just barely, though. Uh, but I yeah. will say number three did play more games. Yes. Availability yes. is part of it, and as you're playing more games, averages typically do go down. So you don't know. But that said, 24 points, six and a half rebounds, four assists, 50, 40, 87 uh, shooting splits. Like we already said, 24 on the PER. Kawhi just didn't, I don't want to say it didn't feel like a normal Kawhi season, but it didn't feel like a normal Kawhi season. Maybe that was because he wasn't load managing the entire season. Or was he? He was. Never mind. Um, he was. <laughs> so you're also, in the, you're can't even get his story he... straight. He's a little man. He's not cool, man. He... Also, Go on. I feel, I feel like he shouldn't have been. I mean, he missed the All-Star game this year. Like, this is the, what, first He time? played over half the season. Yeah. Wow, he played half the season. How did that work for him? Did, did he they played win? over half the did, season. Did, did they did they win the NBA Finals because load management helped him? Yeah. I... No, no, he didn't. So, um, yeah, Kawhi, number four. Austin made an oopsie. Austin forgot Austin. number three. I didn't forget. I had <laughs> him on my list, and then I and then I and I had to redo it when we found like so, the new list to keep so track. Now I'm really uh, interested to see who he's got. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> And it kind of tracks because I don't like this guy anyways. So he would have been lower. But I'm going to put like a slash in here. Okay. So my true four, the one that the, I would have put is Michael Bridges. Michael oh, Bridges. okay. I have him at four. Wow. I think, I think it's the bias because of how well he played in the quote unquote shooting guard position. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I didn't delve that deep into it to see what his difference was between before and after, but I'm just going based off of how I think he'll be as a player in the future and how he did last year. So he's my four, my 4.1, I guess you want to say, or 4B is, uh, DeMar DeRozan. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I had him on there. And you both know I despise DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> so I'm not mad at myself for forgetting this. <laughs> and Austin. Do with that not. what you will. So Austin is now. It was. We actually have. We, we've gone full circle now. Ren held the L in the centers. 
I had to take it for Cat in the power forwards, and now Austin, the crown is now yours. You now hold the L in the small forwards. Like I said, who is, I have no I, idea I who's winning this competition. We're we're even. Go on, sorry. <laughs> I do not mind missing Demar Derozan, holder of the L. Holder of the L. You just said we're all even now, buddy. No, but you're the yeah. current holder of the L. Yeah, uh, are the current current. There's only one giant L. Let me pass it around. Uh, Angela, <laughs> who do you have it for, Angelo? I have Demar Derozan. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he he averaged 25 points, five rebounds, five assists, with a 21 PER. I think he was worthy. This is this is going to spoil because you already had Kawhi in your list. Kawhi is ahead of him for me because of a Kawhi is a better defender generally when he's playing. There's a there's a huge caveat to that. <laughs> when he's playing, <laughs> and I kind of like Kawhi a little bit better than Demar. That's just personal bias. Yeah, like I said, I I think three and four as long as you you know, follow the assignment. I, I think they were interchangeable. I yeah. don't have a problem putting Damar at four. I obviously have Damar at three. Um, I I just feel like while the box score of Kawhi looks more impressive, sort of, not really, but sort of, I it's felt close. like when you were watching the Bulls this season, it felt like Damar was taking over more games. And I think that this is the one time that I used the eye test over, well, no, no, a, a few times in this list. But DeMar's eye test just looked really good this year. Obviously, he's never going to be an elite shooter. He never has been. He never will be. But there's something to be said about someone that's not an elite shooter being able to get to the spots that DeMar's able to get to. And he does still have that old school midi and you know it, it's fun to see it it's in a, the most inefficient shot in basketball i get that but it, it's fun to see the pull up mid-range so I, i've got him at three we can move to austin's three <laughs> mr load management himself the i the ends of these lists are interesting like, because we yeah. get to a point to where we're all just talking about the same few players. That's kind of how this work, Ren. Yeah, I shut up. Well, <laughs> it's like they're bo- they're more boring here because, like, only one of us has to talk about them a lot. And then, like, the others just talk during that. So it's... I'm sure it's... 2 and one will be interesting. Oh, uh, I'm going to love 2 and one <laughs> <laughs> So, Kawhi, I mean, 24, 7 rounding up, 4 rounding up. I mean... He played okay. He played like a Kawhi game, but I have a personal vendetta against Kawhi too. Then why is he so high? Why is he above DeMar DeRozan? Oh, because you hate DeMar DeRozan more? That's why! And he also forgot DeMar DeRozan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I... Like, DeMar could be out of the league, and I would care less. So, the peek behind the curtain, I sent a list of players to Angelo and Austin that had all the relevant players so that he forgot them tells me he doesn't read my notes for episodes i read the notes i saw (laughs) demar i had demar originally 
And then I was like, my brain was like, you know what? We know what we're doing. Don't put them on. <laughs> That's why I was staring at my list. I was like, who am I missing? There's some player that should be here. That's was not that like a sleep deprived moment? Like where you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to delete tomorrow. That was yesterday sleep? when we were talking. Sleep deprived could have been me. I know, oh. I know you don't drink alcohol of any kind. So it wasn't like a drunk delete and then forget <laughs> about it. Like angrily just delete it. And then the next day, what did I do? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, and I'll move along. <laughs> Kawhi 3, moving on. Number three is Kawhi DeMar, for me. DeMar, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, number right, three. Right. DeMar was four. Kawhi Leonard, like I said, he averaged 24 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and a 24 PER. More efficient than DeMar. Better defense for DeMar. The, the argument for DeMar, honestly, is you say the eye test. I say it's he's, he's uh, more available. But regardless, Kawhi, Mr. Load Management himself, I do believe belongs in the top three. Number two, Ren. I don't wanna. Number two, Ren. I don't wanna. You can refer to any of the 50 names I've given him in the last, like, two weeks. (laughs) Number two, Ren. I don't wanna. Okay. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Look how Angel's laughing that Butler's number two. So Jimmy Butler did not have a great regular season. His PER is a little high, but his uh... PER is a little high. His PER is higher than anyone else's on the list that you're gonna have by at least four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he had 23 points, six rebounds, five assists. Oh, so I don't have to say that. Okay, perfect. 50, 35, 85. Uh-huh. The, the spot that, the, the what put him at two for me, this is the first time I use the playoff performances as a rubric, <laughs> because if I was only using regular season performances, he was my number four. Um. Because he just didn't have that great of a season. I I need to go read more on stats because 22 points just doesn't get it for me. You win basketball games by scoring. Obviously, I have made it known that the only reason the Miami Heat made it as far as they did in the playoffs was because of the role players playing above their floors and their ceilings. But that's not to take away from the fact that Jimmy Butler averaged 27 points in the playoffs. Regardless of how he got there or what he did, playoff Jimmy was a thing this year and last year. So he's deserving of being number two on my list based on his playoff performance. The regular season left a lot to be desired, regardless of what his PER says. He owes a lot to... Why does it show him as a power forward on basketball reference? Oh, it doesn't. Does it? It does. It does. In the playoffs. It shows them as a power forward. I was hoping I just got an out. I was hoping I just got an out and we you can't. You know what? He's void. He's not allowed. It's not allowed. He was a power forward. <laughs> um, he is the leader of that team. And 
again, the Heat went on a run at the right time. That's not to say Jimmy Butler did not play as playoff Jimmy because he stayed true to that through the finals. His teammates, not so much. He was not going to single-handedly carry this team, and anyone that says Jimmy Butler carried this team did not watch the Miami Heat because that's disrespectful to what those role players did. Um, but he was the leader, both statistically and the vocal leader of that team. My problems with Jimmy are mostly in his personality. You haven't won anything yet. Why are you acting like you're Jordan? So, Jimmy Butler at a very deserving number two. Okay. I'm just going to say Jimmy Butler number two. Angela, who's your number two? My number two, I am so happy to say, is Jason Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> and Run just drank the rest of his alcohol. <laughs> he averaged 30 points. You what? I didn't. Okay. You're waiting Mommy, for I've, I've, Since we decided, like, when we talked during the playoffs about doing these rankings, when I marked down the episode list and I put the small forward on the calendar, uh, I, I knew this was coming. Like this, it didn't matter how the playoffs went. Nothing mattered. I knew <laughs> Jimmy Butler was going to be your number one. It didn't matter how the playoffs went. He says you are wrong. No, it it didn't. You you, were, you had Jimmy at number one, no matter what. So you are wrong. But Jason Tatum averaged thirty. Points, nine rebounds, five assists with a 24 PR. So a little bit inefficient on the 30, but he was a, he should have been a more heavily considered MVP candidate this season. And he led that Boston team. And did amazing. Was, was, before we get into the next one, was Jimmy Butler an MVP candidate? <laughs> no, Jimmy Butler was not an MVP oh, candidate. Interesting. 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 Uh, That's very interesting. Jimmy Butler was not an MVP candidate. I, I said I said I said as little as I could so you could get to your number one so you can make the case. I, I I know you just you want to get to Jimmy. Like that's all you care about right now. So my number one is MVP candidate Jason Tatum. Um thirty-nine and five, forty-six, thirty-five, eighty-five, PER of twenty-four. Like you can talk about the collapse in the playoffs. That wasn't on him. Because um, he averaged 27 in the playoffs, and he shot pretty okay. Worse than the regular season, but it's the playoffs. It's gritty, grindy. Um, Jason Tatum is still a solid defender, even though he's going to go give you 25 every night. That's fair. I, at this point, I just want to hear what he says about Butler. Like, Tatum number one for Austin. Go yeah. ahead, Angela. You're gonna say, no, 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 no. You go ahead, Austin. Go ahead, Austin. I mean, there's not much that he didn't say. The only, and I will be honest, I debated for a minute of a putting minute. Butler above Tatum. A minute, he said. A minute, I say. Because, because when you look at the PER, 
Yes, P-E-R, which, right. you know, I've generally been using to guide my list. It It's an insane P-E-R. I give you that. It is. It is. But you can't argue with 30 points, and you can't argue with, what was that? Uh, 10 more games. Tatum gave the Celtics 10 more games than Jimmy did in the regular season. So that's why Tatum solidified my top and i just i think tatum has a brighter future than jimmy butler ever would have had oh i like that (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one austin so um austin or ren one of you two can answer this did i or did i not say that i changed my centers list based on the playoffs and had Nikola Jokic at number one from where he was by the at the end of the season from number two, in my opinion. Yay or nay? I think so. That sounds right. I believe right. so. I 100% said that. I know you try to, whatever you want to classify as, be objective and just do the regular season. But at the end of the day, this is a list of the No Reserves podcast Whatever personality you want, Angelo, Austin, or Ren, top 10, is it or is it not? Correct. Then I want you to name me a player that is more deserving of the No Reserve Podcast MVP than Jimmy Butler. Because let me just let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Hold on. I have a question so I can start thinking. Okay, go ahead. Are we specifically talking about small forwards or overall players? Small forwards in this case. Okay. There is not. And just the react... I was actually at at one point going to ask you what you would do if Jason Tatum won a title and what you would do if Jimmy won a title. But honestly, I don't need to because your reaction at number two to Jimmy... Says it all. Jimmy Butler, as far as the small forward list is concerned, is the MVP for No Reserves Podcast. Absolutely not. Is does Jason Tam deserve number one? Absolutely. I'm not even I'm not even gonna debate it. I'm not gonna question it. Is Jimmy Butler number one and the best thing for this show? Yes, he is. Jimmy Butler is the MVP of No Reserves Podcast, especially for the small forwards list. The Himening. Himmy Buckets. The fact that I said at some point, I'm going to buy a Himmy Butler shirt. And if we ever go live stream, if I get that shirt, first shirt I'm going to wear. Guarantee it. So let's just, let me just, let me, let me stop you here. All right? yep, I'm, I'm throwing up it. the big timeout sign. Right? Timeout. T.O. T.O. Just to clarify, you think Jason Tatum should be number one. Yes. But he's not. He's not number one. He's number one in the NBA. He is not number one to no reserves radio. That's Jimmy like Butler is number one in my heart, but not on like. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair one. He literally came up with his own rules so that he could justify putting Jimmy Butler at number one. He literally. It's, it's, it is. Listen, I told you. Would you at the end of the season? Would you rather be Jimmy Butler? Or would you rather be Jason Tatum? Okay, so you'd rather be Jimmy Butler. Hold on, hold on. Hold let's on, be hold real. On. You'd rather be Jimmy Butler. Real quick, real quick. Hold on. You'd rather because, be Jimmy. No, I, I'm moving on to a new topic now because That's you just true. gave me a great idea. Let's do an all. <laughs> let's do an all no reserves radio starting five. Oh, Point guard is Trey Young. 
Point guard, point is, guard is very young. Point uh, guard is very young. Shooting guard. Who's the shoot? I. That's tough. It's not, not book. It's not It'll clay. Next year or next week. No, 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 we, no, no. We we can we can think of this here. Let's we'll move to small forward. Small forward Jimmy Butler. Small forward um, Jimmy Butler. Number at the four. Who's number four? LeBron. Uh, I don't think LeBron. I think like KD? as as LeBron's gotten older. No, 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 no. Kawhi's a three. I guess that's true. I think point you, guard is Jaw. Shooting it, guard it, is Jaw. We'll miss your match. Because we'll it has him. to be Trey. Trey has to be the point guard. Trey has to be the point guard, so yes. Trey, Jaw, Jimmy. Is the four Giannis? No one has a problem. Like, we don't argue over Giannis. We don't argue over the four position. That's because the four kind of sucks. <laughs> um, Who's our top five? Hold on. Giannis, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Laurie Market, and Julius Randle. We don't argue over any of these players. Yeah, yeah. The, the four is to be determined. The five, that's the thing. It's the Jokic. five, it could be it's Jokic or Embiid. It could yeah. be Jokic or Embiid. That's, <laughs> we can argue which one's the sixth man. That's what we'll do. Could we do? Could we? Could we put one at the four, one at the five? Yoga and Embiid are no the big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the no reserve starting five. That's it. Lock it in. We got. Oh. We, we're so small and so big. We got Trey Young. We got John Morant. We got Jimmy Butler. We got Joel Embiid, and we got Nikola Jokic. Let's go. Maybe who, reverse. Who the hell is playing defense on that team? Nobody. I guess Joel. He needs to be at the five. I should have put Jokic at the four. Yeah, Jokic is a better four. Four. So I'm going I'm, back I'm gonna... to what Angelo said. Sure. Uh, Angelo, you said it. that between Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum, who would you rather have in the playoffs? No. At the end of the year, who would you have rather been? Would you rather been Jason Tatum or would you rather have been Jimmy Butler? At the absolute end of the NBA season... Right after the playoffs. Okay, okay, okay. But let me ask, does it matter? Because they both lost. Yes. The, and neither of them won. So neither of them did win. But does it matter? I would I'd rather be, be so I would I'd rather be, more be Jason. Salty. I'd be more salty if I was Tatum. That's I would just, rather be Tatum because I'm gonna have more opportunities in the future. I'm yeah. I'm young and talented. I mean just over in the future, but in that season, in that moment, at the end of that season, I would rather be I would rather be Tatum because this unless the Heat make some kind of major change, which is possible, we have the Lillard rumors. That's Jimmy's last chance, right? Um and I'm not saying that like that was his best chance. He he was an eight seed, they made it all the way to the finals. That that's the best chance. Because barring a major improvement, this team is an eight seed. So this brings me back to something else. Are you saying the No Reserves podcast, No Reserves Radio, MVP is Trey Young? I think it has to be Trey or Ja. Hmm. I think we've spent more time talking about Trey and Ja per minute than we do about Jimmy. Because we only really talked about Jimmy during the playoffs. Because That's fair. So it, it has that's to be Trey or Ja. That's fair. I'll give you that. Honestly, it's probably Trey. And that's, I'm really interested to see the point guard list. <laughs> the point that's, guard list is going to end like, you. That's why we started at five and worked our way down. Because I think the point guard list is going to be. 
he I wanted. Think the listeners, was... get ready because that's probably going to be like a three-hour episode. If I, I put if I put Jimmy at one, where would I put Trey Young? I don't think you're going to have him on your list. We'll see when it. I haven't. I haven't started it yet. You haven't. Nope. Oh, I, I start know. mine two weeks out. So like. Shooting guards are almost done because I started that while I was doing small forwards. Um, sure. How do you guys feel about your lists? I'm I loved my list. My I'm list fairly, is I'm fairly I'm, okay with mine. My list is perfect. Disgusting. My list is perfect. I don't think small forward. I think that as we were getting into talking and we were discussing it more, I think I was more okay with my list. Um. Because outside of Bogey, like everyone there deserves to be like I'm not saying Bogey doesn't deserve to be there because as we discussed, he he absolutely did, but he's the only yeah. one that I'm scratching my head at. Like, how is he? How there? did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, like everyone else absolutely deserves it. Especially DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Yeah. Especially DeMar DeRozan, Austin. I agree to disagree. <laughs> Oh God. Um what else you guys got? What do you want to talk about? We have a few minutes. Well, we got more than a few. Do you want do we just end it here and go into the you know after show or what do you we, we didn't we didn't do an after show last week, even though we said we were going to because of who we are as people. So yeah, let's go ahead and cut it out and uh, cut yeah. it out here. Hey, thanks for listening. Tune in next week. We will be doing the shooting guards next week. Uh, shooting guards is probably going to be <laughs> the least problematic of the lists. I don't know. Power forward wasn't really problematic because there aren't problematic shooting guards. And there are, as we just found out, we don't really debate the shooting guards. <laughs> um, if you like the episode, go ahead and leave us a like, review, comment, subscribe, follow, all those things. We are on all social medias, including X. It is no longer going to be Twitter. We will. Oh, we're staying on there? It, Okay. I don't know what we're doing. Look, we'll talk about that on the after show. So tune in to the after show day after this episode releases. Thanks for listening. See y'all later.